Welcome to the Chad Marketing Podcast, your number one place to learn actionable strategies and tips that help you have more profitable conversations with your customers. This podcast is here to help you grow your business by better understanding your customers, speak to them on another level, and grasp the opportunities that lie in the chat marketing industry. And now, let's get chatting with your host, live from Melbourne, Australia, successful chat marketer and entrepreneur, Dan Pinney. Hello, folks, and welcome to season two of the Chat Marketing Podcast. It is great to be back, and I'm super excited about this upcoming season. We've got an awesome lineup of guests ready to go, and we're doubling down with some bonus episodes that are more hands-on and relate to some of the topics that I chat about with each of our guests, but more on that soon. In the meantime, we're kicking off season two with the founder of a tool that when I stumbled across it a few years ago, it completely opened my eyes to the possibilities of chatbots. Now, if you're like me and you're not very techy and the thought of coding makes you break out into a cold sweat, then this is a tool for you. Our guest is Michael Brandt, the creator of Bot Sheets. Now, Bot Sheets is a tool that syncs with something as simple as a Google Sheet directly to your chatbot. So when people are looking for items, asking questions, and want to do tasks that are just a little bit difficult and a bit too complicated to build into the native bot building experience, it makes something as simple as updating a spreadsheet to be able to do that. Now our discussion today goes into Michael's background, how he came up with the idea, and I'm just fascinated with how people like him create solutions for users out there. It's a really interesting chat, so without further ado, here's Michael Brandt of Botsheets. Hi Michael, welcome to the Chat Marketing Podcast. Hey Dan, thanks so much for having me. Oh, pleasure, I'm looking forward to jumping into behind the scenes of a tool that I remember when I came across bot sheets and I was like, how does a mind think that or understand that people struggle with the really probably development coding side of things and go, I'm going to put it into a Google sheet and make it easier for everyone. Um, so I'm really interested as to how you kind of got there. But before then, can we go a little bit further back and tell us a little bit about your, your background and how you got to the point of co-founding bot sheets? Totally. Yeah. Um, so I guess the first thing you should know is that I'm not a marketer. I know this is the chat marketing podcast. So I just want to get that out there. I'm not a marketer. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a technical guy, but I, I will keep things non-technical for this. Um, right. so, so how it all started. Yeah. It came about because of a need. Like um, we were building chatbots and we needed to have uh, that sort of database um, but we didn't want to have that. We didn't want to manage our own database. So like you said, let's go back. Let's, let's start at the beginning. Um, yeah, let's do that. I think, I think it's kind of funny. Uh, if I could tell the story of like how I got into chat marketing, I guess, um, the, yeah. it started my, my senior year of college was 2017 and I lived with four other guys in this small off-campus house. And uh, funny enough, two of the other guys named were also Mike. So uh, every day, uh, <laughs> I should say, we didn't like to cook, but we always had dirty dishes in the sink. <laughs> yeah. um, we would go to the on-campus cafeteria, but we would only go if the food was good. 
So every day I would check on the school's menu if the food was good. I promise this story is going gonna, is gonna to circle around the chat. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Mike, one of the roommates, he would always message me like, what's, what's for lunch today? And I would go on the website, I would check what's for lunch. And it got kind of annoying, right? I like automating things. So what I did was I wrote some code that would actually go to the school's website, go to the menu, pull the menu from that day, and then it would automatically send him a text message at 10 a.m. every morning of what the, what the lunch menu was. And that was my first dip into chat marketing. I was essentially marketing the, the cafeteria and it was done through automated chat. This, uh, it actually kind of blew up. Like it, I think because my other roommates wanted it and then they told other people and within a couple of days, like 200 people were signed up for it. Yeah, and then like imagine. a week later, like double the amount of people. So everyone thought it was like the official school lunch menu texter thing. And um, I was getting messages like people complaining about the campus parking and stuff. I'm like, guys, this is just some student project. <laughs> you know, That's this, isn't, this isn't the official thing. And so this was senior year, right? Like I was concerned with, with getting a job after school. And so I... I stopped worrying about it and it just kind of died off. Um, and then I went and I worked for uh, this big contracting company called Lockheed Martin after college. And it was, it was a little bit boring to be honest. Um, it was like, just to paint the picture, there were no windows in our, in our room that we were working in. And I'm like fresh out of college. Like I'm trying to just do exciting things. Like, you know, they want to do a lot of times kids want to do like the exciting startup or whatever. So it was not super fun. And I was looking for like projects to do for fun uh, on the weekends. And I remembered the, the menu texter and I was like, yeah, that was actually pretty fun. Like sending text messages and chat stuff, automated chat. I want to do that again. So this was 2018 at the time. And I remember searching like, how are people building chatbots now? And it was like a huge difference from 2017 yeah. to 2018. Yeah, it was. No one was doing it the way I was doing it with the, with the coding and the, uh, uh, the, I mean, the way I, I actually wrote the code. And, and now you got like ManyChat and ChatFuel and Dialogflow and all these chatbot building tools are out there. And my mind was just blown away. Like, like I got to learn about all this stuff now. Um, so that's how I got into it. And... I just kind of just had fun with it. It was, it, it was a lot of fun learning about these new tools and, and the space was, was pretty exciting. And I reached out to a few people and I was like, hey, let me, let me build your bot. I don't care what it's for. It's like a restaurant or e-commerce store. And somehow I got mm -hmm. into building bots for apartments um, because a buddy was working at an apartment. Okay. And in order to build the bot for the apartment, the apartment bot needed to know all the different rooms in the, like all the different prices for each room. And that got pretty complicated. And it was like, we needed like a dynamic way to show all the rooms. We can't go into this bot every day and update all the prices. So I think that was the first step into like, making like a tool on top of on top of the chatbot builder like that was the first kind of step yeah. but, but bot sheets didn't quite start from there that was kind of like the first thing that 
that that I don't know started to get the the gears turning about what botchies could be. But it wasn't until I met this guy Josh Barkin, who I think you're going to have on your show. I was actually talking yeah. to him today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, going to be the next episode. <laughs> so Sweet. It's a little bit That's of preview for people out there. <laughs> and, and Josh kind of reached out to me because he saw I was just trying to like do stuff. I was just trying to build stuff uh, around bots. And he reached out to me because um, he saw something I had built back when ManyChat was doing this like template competition a couple years back. And uh, he's like, hey, let's work together. Let's build something. And we put our brains together and we were like, somehow we came across like, well, what if we just put all the data inside of a Google sheet? And then by then it just kind of made sense. And then it was just kind of building and building and and he was doing all the marketing for it and the branding. Uh, I think he came up with the name too. And it just, it all made sense. Like, oh, it's perfect name. (laughs) Yeah, such good. He's like, oh, just so happened to be available. (laughs) Nice. Uh, it does make a lot of sense. As soon as you say it, you know exactly what it is. So that's that's a big tick for one of the big ticks for choosing the name, right? Yeah. Like I was calling it before, like I was calling it Roboto Chat. <laughs> like just to, <laughs> and he's like, what the heck is a Roboto Chat? Like just to show you how much of not of a marketer I am. I'm like, no, it's it's a pretty cool name. And he's like, no, it's terrible. Like he's like, let me do all the the marketing stuff. Like, like what do you what, you know? He's like, stick to coding, you know. Um, yeah. So anyway, then, uh, we just started to keep building on top of it, building on top of it. And then, and then ManyChat came out with these actions, like the ManyChat app store. And it just all started to make sense and fall into, uh, fall into play. And I think the big thing for us was probably when COVID started, um, when we needed to get, well, we, we know we wanted to help. We wanted to help restaurants because they needed to do online ordering like ASAP. And I think the big thing for us was building, well, Josh built this template in ManyChat to do online ordering for restaurants right from Botsheets. Um, so I guess now I should probably explain like what Botsheets is, right? Like I feel like- Yeah, kinda- well, I mean, that's probably a good segue into, into <laughs> how, um, well, maybe before we actually get into there, like, why um, or how did you get to that decision, like combining both? All right, we need something that is um, works obviously and works well, but is user friendly to the people that are going to be building these bots because there wasn't like all the ones that were out there were highly technical as far as if you wanted to do something like this and they weren't very flexible. Like you said, you would have to go into each flow and you would have to update all the elements that you needed to update. Whereas with bot sheets, you can go into Google sheets and that's where you update the data. And if you've got access to the sheet, then anyone can update that data and that populates everything in many chat and obviously for the front end user. So how did you get to that point where you like combining both of those needs and, and did you, did you look at any other solutions as well? Hmm. I don't think we looked at any other solutions. It started real simple where um, with ManyChat, you could like, I don't want to get too technical, but there was this part where you could add a JSON body into your request. Yeah. Yep. And and that's how it all started. And I was actually telling people like, hey, you just have to put in this JSON here and edit this JSON. And people were looking at me like, what the heck is a JSON? How do I edit that? 
And then like things would happen where like, oh, you forgot a comma here. You forgot this double quote here. Oh, that shouldn't be a double quote. That should be a single quote. And people were like, and, and I think Josh was probably like, this is silly. Like you need to make this simpler. Think simpler, man. And, and uh, like, all right. Uh, well, we need the database, but we, people don't know what a database is. They don't want to manage a database. What's the next best thing? And I was like, well, a spreadsheet. Um, that's basically how it happened, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's but but that is a, an insight into how I guess you sort of problem solve that thing because yeah, you're right. Like we've all been there. Like, what's a JSON? Who's Jason? Um, and <laughs> and yeah, trying to do all these different things. And I'm not a coder, so I'm from the other side, and I'm like trying to enter these different things and it's giving me these errors. And then, yeah, you got missing commas and missing marks here and there. Um, and, and then to come up with a database, like it, it, it obviously all makes sense in the end, but I'm fascinated as to just how you eventually got there. So you get there and you're like, all right, Google sheets is going to be where people store their database. So then where do you go from there? And I guess now, what is bot sheets <laughs> for the people out there that are wondering okay. how, how this all works? Yeah. Okay. So bot sheets is a tool for chatbot builders to treat Google sheets as their database without needing to understand what a database even is. I think that's the best explanation I can give. And so, but the easiest way to understand what bot sheets is, is through an example. So for example, you have a chatbot that sells e-commerce products like t-shirts or dog toys um, but you have a hundred different dog toys or you have a hundred different t-shirts it's a real pain in the butt to build out the flows in your chatbot builder for all hundred of those products and it's going to get even messier and more unmanageable when uh, you know you load that all up and it just becomes real slow in the bot it's just some people do it for a few products but it's just awful so, um, but if you have the image URLs um, for those products, um, and if you load them up into a Google sheet, then you can use bot sheets to show those products. Uh, a lot of times people actually have those image URLs. They have those images uploaded to like Imgur or something. Yeah, um, or oh, they're on their so website as well. Yeah, and so they have that already. And so you upload that to a Google sheet, maybe they even have it in a Google sheet. And now you're going to be able to use the power of bot sheets. So you have to understand what a gallery is first. I, I probably your listeners probably understand, but a gallery is this list of images that show up. You can scroll left and right. Um, and sometimes they have buttons and text. So um, now you're probably thinking, okay, you have a hundred of these products in a Google sheet. How do you tell bot sheets which product to show? Like, um, I want to show just a specific product on row 73 here of this Google sheet. How do you tell? And so that's where the real power of bot sheets is. Uh, with bot sheets, you can say, show me the orange t-shirts for guys or show me the dog toys specifically for small dogs. And so you'll need to have the column, like a column in the Google sheet that has that information. So you have to add that information into the Google sheet first. But um, this lets the users of your bot have a more personal experience. So once the user says, I have a small dog, you don't want to show them big dog toys. You want to show them small dog toys. So you use bot sheets to say, 
show me all the products in the Google sheet for small dogs. And it'll show a gallery of these toys for small dogs. Um, that is the power of bot sheets. And, and that's why you would want to use it. Um, it makes the experience more personal. Um, yeah, you can, you can then start to do some pretty cool things like, like ordering, like order the, the dog toys by price. Show me the most expensive ones or show me the cheapest ones first. Um, yeah, it's, it's such a dynamic tool. Like, uh, I think that's like, you really only limited, like I said, you can do some pretty cool things. You really only limited by how many search terms and really how many columns you want to put in there that people yeah. can search by, for instance. Um, what about some other sort of examples? You've got sort of the e-commerce example. Let's talk about the the restaurant um, ordering side of things. I was fascinated how you sort of um, brought that together. And then that's when I also noticed Botchley started to introduce some other things. So not only um, people could search via the, the quick replies or the buttons in ManyChat, but then you started introducing like web forms within um, ManyChat as well. So if there was, you know, a pizza that you wanted to add, you know, these different ingredients or remove some of the toppings or something like that. You didn't have to do it one at a time. You could just go through and tick buttons. How did you then, you know, start to develop those sort of things? And and then, you know, with the restaurant um, building, what was the success? What, what did that sort of look like for people out there? And, and how did you help people adapt to that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of the first things we learned we could do with bot sheets was we could set up basically a cart system add to cart, remove from cart. And we, I mean, we were just having so much fun building out these cool things. It was like, oh, wow, we can have our own cart system. Basically, when someone clicks an add to cart button, it adds a row in the Google sheet. So you have a Google sheet of all the carts for all of the people that are talking to your bot. And then you just use basic bot sheets, you know, show me all of the, the cart items in my cart. And once we realized we could do carts, then it was like, oh, this works for restaurants now because restaurants you add to cart. Um, so, so Josh and I worked on this template and, and that got released uh, as soon as COVID hit, it was like, we needed to get this out there. And then it was like, okay, we can actually show orders, people, the orders that people have added. Um, but then it got complicated with rest with the add-ons, like you said, like, it, things get really complicated really quickly when you have different size pizzas and different flavors and then yeah. you have different <laughs> toppings and then you have quantity uh, and then you have coupons and then you have like deals like, oh, you buy one pizza, you get fries free. And it's like, holy wow, like the bot can't handle all this stuff. I have 20 different flavors. How am I going to show 20 different flavors in a chat bot? And oh, by the way, they can pick three toppings, but no more than five. And <laughs> I mean, this is, this is a real world, world problem. Like, yeah, it, it's so we we realize like we need to have things like check boxes where you show a list of, of 20 different uh, things and, and they use check boxes. And then we also want to have radio buttons when it's like a size choice and, and they can only pick one. And then we also want to have a button for like plus or minus when they need to change the quantity selection. And we also need to show the, the price, the subtotal when they're doing these because people want to know. Um, so then it became a pretty complicated thing. It's like, all right, we also need to put all of these flavors and add-ons in the Google Sheet, right? Like the whole thing is we're bot sheets. We got to keep all of our data in the Google Sheet. 
but also show this. So we came out with web, we called it web views when, we, when it first came out. And, and a web view is this, this form that kind of pops up. You click the things, you click the button to add, and then the web view goes away, it closes itself. And then, and then the chatbot continues and the chatbot knows what you picked in that web view. And yeah, that helped a lot. First version though, to be honest, not super great. Like a lot of bugs, like we, we wanted to just roll this thing out. We were under a deadline, right? Well, people were messaging us yeah. like, my restaurant needs an online ordering system like now because yeah. everything's closing down. I can't get anyone in my restaurant. We need an ordering system now. So we, we just, we just uh, released that as soon as possible. And then we kind of came up with like version two. Version two is a lot better. Version two is totally in ManyChat. It's all within a ManyChat action. So you say, I want to create a new, you're, you're, so you don't have to go to the BotSheets website to build this anymore. You're all inside of ManyChat. You say, I want a web view. And it's a nice drop down form of like, here's the color I want my web view to be. Here's what I want the title to be. I want a subtitle and I want to pull from this Google Sheet column. That Google Sheet column has all my sizes in it. And then, and I want it to be checkboxes or I want it to be radio buttons. And it's like, boom, it all just works. Um, a lot happier with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, uh, but that's that's like a builder's, um, you know, get something out there and then mm -hmm. fix it as you go, right? But yep. how does your mind get to that point, right? Like you've got all of these problems to solve that people are like urgently needing and everyone has a unique problem, right? All these businesses have, like you said, different deals, different quantities, different sizes, and it becomes a pretty big like thing that you need to, you need to get yeah. your head around. How do you as a builder come up with that solution? Like, how do you work through that? I'm fascinated as to how your brain or your mind works to be able to solve yeah. those problems. Um, slowly. And like, I'll just kind of, I'll just kind of like lay that, like lay down and just kind of think like, all right, what's the problem? what are all the different variants here and and realize that not everything is going to be solved like we're not going to have multiple pages on the web view right we're not there's certain things we're not going to be we're not going to we're not going to boil the ocean they say we're going to do we're going to fix this problem for this set of people and if, you know what if you if we just do that like if we just solve this problem for this this set of people that's just the people in the bot sheets community like forget like all these other bot builders and all this, like just solve the problem for these people. They're going to love it. Like this, it's funny how, how niche of a product bot sheets is when you really think about it. And, and it's funny how, if you solve a problem for such a niche audience, such a specific problem, it's like, everyone thinks you're super innovative. Like you're super like, like how do how do you, like you said, like, how do you wrap your head around that? Like, yeah. like it's, it's because, it's because we're working on a problem for such a niche audience. It's our entire audience. Even right now, it's basically just ManyChat. And even in that audience, it's basically just people in the ManyChat community that want to have this kind of like database added. They want, they want. Yeah. So it, it looks really innovative from the outside in, but really it's just, we're hyper-focused on our audience. Um, and, and I, and I really like that because, um, because when you do build build a tool for for like a hyper niche audience, uh, they get it, they understand it. It's easier to to build what they want and what they need. Uh, like we are our customers. You know, we use bot sheets, we use web views for our uh, for our products. 
so yeah, I hope that answers it. Yeah, no, it does. It, it's and that's interesting that you say that. Um, that I guess as as bot builders and chat marketers, whatever you want to call us, we kind of do get lost in this in this um, rabbit hole of thinking that our world revolves around chatbots, knowing that it's only such a tiny niche in the whole scheme of things. But at the same time, um, you know, the fact that you have that focus to be able to build something for that community and that you are focused on building that for the community says a lot about, I guess, you as a person, but you as a company as well. And that's where building a program like this then sort of, plant seeds that will grow exponentially as the whole industry grows yeah. as well. Um, and I guess that's why I sort of started this podcast because we're still so early on. I know that some people think we've been around for a few years, but it's like a tiny blip as far as how big this industry could get, um, which probably brings me to my next question as well around, um, you know, you start this in 2018, 2019, and we're in 2021 now, um, it's going to, the industry is starting to grow. So then how do you evolve bot sheets from here? Like, you know, we're not, we're on the verge of um, Instagram releasing WhatsApp, um, dealing with other platforms, you know, Google chat, all of these different things. How do you then prioritize as to what direction bot sheets goes? Yep. Good question. Um, First thing is we're going to be releasing a dialogue flow, a direct dialogue flow integration, uh, like literally tomorrow. Or, or um, so, nice. yeah, we know we have to expand to other uh, bot building tools. Um, that's the first thing. Second thing is um, support and community support. We know that customer success, user success, is probably, if not the most important thing uh, with the product. Like it's. People have trouble really wrapping their head around what Botsheets is, um, and and when we tr when we get them to realize the power of it, it's like okay, you get the power of it now. It's like uh, you have to use it, and we're, and we're always trying to make it super easy to use. It, it has gone, it has come a long way, but you're always going to need that community. So we have the Botsheets community, and and that's probably our that's probably our top priority is like the Botsheets community, and then it's mm -hmm. like okay, how do we expand to other things? So that's where we're going is is building out the community. One thing, actually, I think I can kind of talk about this. We're working on, we're calling it a, a Botsheets network. Um, and it was actually built on Botsheets, which is kind of cool. Um, this is, here's how it's going to work. You go to the Botsheets bot, the chat bot, and you can become a quote unquote Botsheets expert, right? You've probably heard of programs nice. like this before. Yeah. ManyChat has one. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, you answer questions in the bot and then it adds you to the network and the network is actually run on a Google sheet. So all of these people are added to the Google sheet. And then when someone comes and asks for help, we ask them questions like first, like what language do you speak? Cause we have people all over the world. We have, we have people speaking different languages. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and then what niche are you in? Are you trying to build something for e-commerce restaurant? Are you building something for car dealerships? And then we show them a gallery of Botsheets experts. And that gallery is pulled right from, from the Google Sheets. It's all running on Botsheets. Um, so we're working on this. We're actually trying to pull some experts in. I'm just like, I'm reaching out to one person at a time. Like, hey, I've seen you help a lot in the community. Like, become an expert. Yeah. Um, 
And so this is an example of like how we're using bot sheets to build something to help bot sheets. Um, that's, that's amazing. And such a cool way to deal with, with support. Um, yeah. I think rather than being like, rather than us being overwhelmed, let's help our people that are using this, utilizing this program to help others. Um, yeah. And it's that's, that's, yeah, that's such a cool solution. Yeah. It's like people want to join because you put your hourly rate on there. Everyone has yeah. a different hourly rate, you know, $50 yep. an hour, whatever you put it on there. Um, and then people realize, Hey, this skill learning bot sheets actually can be a profitable skill. Um, because if I know how to learn bot sheets, if I know bot sheets, yeah, it takes like a couple of days to learn, but then, but then it's super powerful and, and you can charge for your time to, to, to build something out on bot sheets. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, such a cool thing. And, and the fact that you folks in our community and where it's going to go, um, can we touch on any of the other platforms at all? I know that it's a pretty dynamic space and, and moving pretty quickly, but you know, um, will, can you see Instagram plugging into bot sheets and being able to utilize a, what a lot of what Instagram automation will offer? Will that, will those two talk to one another? Can you give any insight into that? <laughs> I wish I, I wish I knew. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that if, if that API is available, like if uh, Instagram has the availability to show a gallery, uh, then a hundred percent, like, I, like, yeah, I want that to work. Yep. Um, Cause I've, I'm sure you, we've all been waiting on this Instagram in- integration for forever. And yep. if, Bocchi's doesn't work with it. I'm going to be mad. So. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some elements of it um, that can yeah. work there um, for sure. And and I think that's just going to, you know, throw up another um, a whole bring in a whole another lot of chat marketers and bot sheet users uh, that are like, I need to display these, or I need to be able to get people to order or display the different products, um, or yeah. just find a solution. Um, that I'm sure it sounds like all things considered, you'll be able to come up with some sort of solution for people out there. Um, yeah. yeah. At some point. Um, why, like, I know going back to um, the, uh, the cafeteria um, daily menu system, why did you then, you know, when you're in the corporate job and you're looking at different industries, why chatbots? Um, like, were you looking at anything else or did you sort of think that was, that was just cool and I wanted to play in it? Or did you think it was actually going to be a big thing? I think it was just, I had good memories of the whole chat experience. Like it was just fun. Like it felt fun to build that out. Um, I didn't think too much about where it was going at the time. Um, it was really just like, that was fun. I want to, I want to have more fun like that. Um, and so like my advice just for people, uh, interested in, in joining chat marketing, don't join it because you think it's going to blow up over the next couple of years. Um, I know we all like back of our minds, we, we think that it's going to blow up. So like, we hope, yeah, yeah, we hope, (laughs) but, but do it because it's fun. Like it is actually a lot of fun to just sit down and build these flows out and really um, send them to friends or people like, Hey, check out this, this thing that I built, try to talk to it. Um, that's, I think like where this all came from. Yeah. I think, um, I think a lot of people 
find that when you introduce it to them for the first point and yeah, getting their head around the technicalities of it can be one thing, but when they actually start to build the flows and have, and actually type the messages that people are going to see, I think that's when people enjoy it because it's like they're having a conversation um, back and forth. And that is, you know, an innate human behavior that people can easily relate with relate to rather. Um, So I absolutely get that. And that's such a great point to, you know, be like, when you are approaching any, whether it be chat marketing or anything, um, any kind of software building, any other industries, you need to actually enjoy it if you're going to get the most out of it. Um, oh, yeah. Um, one of the things that you mentioned earlier around uh, with bot sheets and, and that you could build um, uh, shopping carts with restaurants and people could place orders and it was subtotals and stuff like that. One of the things that I'm trying to get my head around into the future is um, particularly for, and it's different around different areas of the world, but particularly for the Western world, um, people checking out and paying for things within the messenger inbox um, is still a relatively like, it's not a common thing. I think that most people would say is that they don't, they aren't used to putting their credit card details and checking out within that experience. Um, and most people are used to going, well, here's my card. I'll go to the website and I'll check out there. Is that something that you can see changing or are you trying to, how, how do you then get people to encourage them Um to not have to go to a website. A lot of these like small businesses, they don't have fully built checkout systems on their website and and this is effectively their ordering system. Yeah. How can you encourage people to do that? Or is that uh, something that you're encouraging people to do? How do I encourage people to check out more or how do I yeah. encourage people to like- Yeah, to, to check out more, whether it be users. Um, yeah, how how... And do you think it's going to increase? I guess is probably the question um, that I've eventually stuffed off and got around to asking. But how do you think people are actually going to be in 2021, 2022 beyond going to be entering their credit card details into Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, for instance, and getting order confirmations within that experience? Yeah. As time goes on, we're going to get more comfortable with it. Um, I remember when Amazon was was still kind of well, I don't say new new to me when Amazon was kind of new to me yeah. and I remember seeing a study out there where it was like people were more likely to give up their credit card when the screen size was actually bigger so people would do their shopping on their phone but then they would go to their laptop or their computer to do the actual checkout even though like the security wise it's basically the same. Like, I don't think you're getting any added security on, on your, on your desktop, uh, on like a website like Amazon, but it was something about the psychology of it where people would want to go to a bigger screen to do the checkout. And then I'm in, I'm interested to see how, how that has changed, uh, now that we're in 2021, but people became more, uh, familiar, more comfortable with Amazon. Um, now, I can't speak for the, I guess, the feeling around Facebook right now. I know, like, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably a barrier, um, yeah, to some people and and trusting their data going over there. It'd be interesting to see what the experience is with Instagram, though, because a lot of people, even though they know they're owned, but it is a separate entity. People still see yeah. it as that. 
it yeah the branding around it is a little bit different and they see instagram as a different company yeah even though it is owned by facebook and then you got just who is on facebook versus who is on instagram right the uh the demographic is probably younger on instagram and it's probably even lower on tiktok um and so mm-hmm. how how does does that demographic feel about putting in their credit card do they care about security at all i'm pr- probably less probably less like i feel like the younger you go the less likely they care about like am i putting my credit card in a secure form um i remember like my mom didn't even want like the credit card near the computer when we were like like (laughs) you can't even have the credit card near the computer don't you dare ever even put the credit card information into the computer uh and nowadays my credit card is literally on my phone like i double tab and my credit card pops up like yeah (laughs) so things change over time yeah the the mobile i mean shopping on a mobile is very different now and you're right like the screen size is shrinking more people are used to checking out on the phone and amazon certainly help with that um and then you look at other countries like uh um china and you look at um wechat um or weibo i can't remember which one it is and, and everything's done via the mobile there um yeah. and and how whether you can sort of see other areas around the world evolved to that and being able to check out so it is sort of a seamless experience or within the chatbot itself um i'm just interested as to you know uh, that's one of the things i think consistently comes up with um businesses wondering whether this is spaces that that they want to get into um and sure there are tracking mechanisms out there that you can see where how many people have gone from the chatbot over to the website to check out and and get a monetary value from that, uh, but it it's not you know one hundred percent accurate. It is reliant on data back and forth, and I guess if you can have people checking out within there and converting within there, it's going to be a lot more accurate and being able to actually put a value on this is how much you know the time and effort that you've put into this chat bot is worth at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm sort of interested in is, is the background of that question why people are getting there. Um, so yeah, that's really interesting that, that I think bot sheets will certainly help with that and that behavior of adding things to their cart in the messenger experience is certainly going to be something that'll help users out there, get their head around it. Um, do you look back and think like that, that cafeteria order in program, do you look back now and go, where would I be if your roommate hadn't kept on hassling you for the daily menu <laughs> and, yeah. and look back like, cause that was the trigger, right? Like do you ever look back and go, how did I get here? <laughs> oh, totally. It's, it's funny how like a couple key decisions will just like, will, will like vastly change. Like then also like if, if Josh never reached out to me and said, Hey, let's build something together or, um, if ManyChat didn't have that template competition, I never would have like tried to build things yeah. on on ManyChat. Uh, there's yeah, there's so many things like that. Um, and yeah, I do look back like what what would I be doing now? Um, because like all of this, by the way, uh, what Bachi's has has come to actually allowed me to leave my job. Like, and that was the crazy thing is um, this little side project, this little thing actually ended up to the point where I left back in December. Like I just, I just, I just like, all right, I'm going full-time on bot sheets. 
it's it's just it's just wild how how you go from something so small but 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 it was fun like i think that was a big thing it was like it was so much fun doing it that that uh that was probably the key uh the key there like just do something that was like fun to to do and then and that leads to just bigger things yeah you have fun doing this podcast dan do you have a lot of fun doing it yeah i do yeah i love just like 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 i said before we hit record I, I'm really bad at going down different rabbit holes and trying to circle back and rem- forgetting and remembering what I was trying to talk about. Um, but I just love learning about different people and just fascinated into how they come to that problem. One of the questions I like to ask all guests is looking at that success um, from now to, you know, leaving your job and congratulations, by the way, um, how much of that success comes down to hard work and how much comes down to just you know, pure luck and, you know, your roommate um, asking for the menu every day. <laughs> like, can you, can you balance those out? Yeah. I knew you were going to ask this question. Cause I was, I was watching your old episodes. I was listening to them and I was like, Oh man, how am I going to answer that? Uh, because honestly, it, yeah. Luck does play such a huge part in it. Um, and, and timing timing. I think if, if we had waited or if we had tried to launch bot sheets even six months before we did, I don't think it would have been as successful because there were certain things on ManyChat that weren't available yet. Yep. Um, and we may have gotten just burnt out from the whole thing before apps became a thing. And we may have even not even launched on ManyChat first. We might have gone with ChatFuel. Um, so just like the timing of it, if we had waited, now if we had waited six months and maybe someone else would have built something similar. Um, because you know, this industry is moving super fast. I mean, I just, I look at the mini chat app store and there's like double the amount of apps as there were last week. It's crazy. It's just, right? Yeah. Uh, I think luck and timing, um, a little bit. Yeah. But, but also hard work. I mean, I was working, uh, full time at Lockheed. I would go to work all day work, you know, normal eight or nine hour shift drive back. It was an hour commute back. And then I would stay up till almost 1 a.m. every night working on this. And I would do that five days a week. And the amount of hours, I, and then and then all weekend, I was just working on bot sheets. And mostly it was like support and writing code and like learning about it. And so it was a good amount of work. Like I didn't really go out, go out. I was literally in my parents' basement, by the way, <laughs> working on this. I'm not <laughs> anymore. so cliche. <laughs> it is so cliche i love it though <laughs> that is amazing I, i'm not anymore like i'm not in my parents face but i was literally in my parents basement writing the code um like 1 a.m up super late and it was a lot of work it, like the amount of hours i put into it um if you had taken like what was my hourly rate for that for like probably like the first year of bot sheets and then divided the number of hours by how much money i actually made from it I mean, it would be, it would be embarrassingly low, like less, probably like pennies, literally. Um, that, so yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of hard work and, and time, but, but, it, yeah. but you know, I loved it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like you said, you've enjoyed it. Um, you loved it. It's a, it's a credit to you that, um, you know, that hard work and pennies on the dollar pays off. Um, yeah. And, and now you've got there and, you know, it's just such a cool story that, you know, this is a tool that 
like I said, it's it's something that people can get their head around. They might not understand chatbots, but they understand Google Sheets. And mm-hmm. if they can understand how they can get their information into a uh, an Excel sheet um, effectively um, and put it in there, then that's all they really need to know. And yeah. the people out there can bring the other two together. And, and it's just, it's, it's such a cool add-on that people can start to use in their chatbots and add a whole new experience um, and a whole new element to that personalized experience. And I think that's one of the things that people don't relate chatbots to is that it is quite a personalized experience for people out there. Um, and you can build a great relationship. Um, lastly, where can people uh, obviously find bot sheets and, and connect with yourself as well? Botsheets.com. The, uh, that's easy. Yeah, website. Nice. And then we have like a Facebook community. Join our Facebook community. There's, some good people in there. Are you in it, Dan? Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah, I see some of the questions um, come through. And, yeah, there's always like people solving problems in there. It's interesting to see different use cases out there um, and how they can relate to the different businesses out there. So, yeah, I highly recommend jumping in there because um, – and and the support's great. And it's always interesting, yeah, like I said, just to see um, the real-life cases and how people are coming up with problems. And I actually see you jump in there sometimes and be like – Oh, that's a good point. We'll go and we'll build that. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> as yeah. Well. Like, oh yeah, that's that's something we need to add on. Um, so that's yeah. like I said, a, a credit to you, um, Michael. This has been awesome to chat. Um, thanks once again for your time and to tell us in, telling a little bit of the story behind Bot Sheets and how you got there. Like I said, a lot of people just see the um, the logo and the app, but not knowing the work that goes into the effort to build it. Um, and it's been a lot over the journey, but uh, I really appreciate everything that you do um, and that you've done for the community out there and for marketers out there that aren't <laughs> coders or developers to make our life a hell of a lot easier. Sure. Uh, so I really appreciate your time today and everything you're doing. Thanks once again. Thank you. I appreciate you having me, Dan. It's a lot of fun. I, I hope to do this again soon. And I hope that uh, this podcast just gets bigger and bigger. And I want to look back at it a few years from now and just see like, you're going to have some crazy guests on here, I think. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, mate. I hope so. Cheers, mate. all right i hope you enjoyed that chat with michael super interesting guy incredibly powerful tool if you want to get involved in bot sheets and start using the tool or just get involved in the community that we mentioned you can head to the links that are in the show notes or if you'd like to get that plus more and subscribe for future updates head to the show notes at marketingpodcast.chat forward slash session 25 that's marketingpodcast.chat forward slash session 25 and don't forget you can get a free trial of many chat and to tell us how i've got two special guests my niece and nephew, Maddie and Cooper. Say hi, guys. Hello. Now, what is a promo code to get a free trial? Chat Marketing Podcast. And how long is a free trial? 30 days. Okay, head to manychat.com and claim it. We'll chat to you next week. Say bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.